So today <laughs> is the first podcast and I'm having Jeanette, my friend that I met on Instagram, join today. And we are going to talk about homeschooling and therapy free. So yes. let me ask you, what made you decide to start homeschooling Gigi? Like what was the cause or what was the reason? Like, how did you start and why? First of all, um, I didn't even think that I could homeschool. It never like even crossed my mind. And then, you know, when I started um, Instagram and I started following you and a couple other people, I see that they were homeschooled. And even though I would see, you know, people doing it, I still, it never really crossed my mind that I could do it. So as time went by and time went by, the more problems that I used to have in school with Gianca, it just led me to homeschool her because of all the anxiety that I used to get when she used to go to school. What are some reasons? What are some of those reasons? For example, Gianca never had a, a steady teacher. And that's the worst thing that you can do especially when right. your your kid is on the spectrum, not to have somebody that knows your child. Because, you know, right. all the kids have certain behaviors. Like, Gianca used to, like, running out the classroom. So if you are only a teacher that sees you every day and that's there in the classroom, will know that. So having all these substitute teachers constantly wasn't helping. Right. So that was a problem. And then on top of that, she used to be on the school bus. I to, And I just didn't, I just didn't like the whole process with the school and her and not having stability. On top of that, the last situation I had in the last time she was in school was that she had a substitute and I was inside the school and the substitute didn't know that I was a parent. She thought that I was like a teacher just waiting in line with the rest of the other teachers. And when she found out right. that she was going to substitute that class, she got very upset and was like, oh, how dare you guys put me in this classroom? I don't even like this classroom. I'm not even wow. trained to be in this classroom. So when she said that, my eyes, mind you, we were ready. Actually, it was like the it was the second day of school and they didn't have a stable teacher. And that's why it took so long for the, that classroom, that special needs classroom to even go upstairs. And when they finally found the teacher, she was upset about it. And, and they just basically I, threw anybody in there. Yes. Yes. And that's wow. what led me. That's that just got me so upset that I just went off my mouth. You could imagine. Yes. <laughs> a lot like me. <laughs> yeah. So I just a went off. Like I went off big time. Like I cannot be living my life like that. You know, having no, anxiety how that might go home and you know feel good about leaving your daughter behind at school. school. Yes, mm -hmm. with people like that. On top of that, you know. So and that I, was I, the major. That was reason, the, like the right? icing. That was like the yeah. no, That was the icing mm -hmm. to the cake, right. basically. That just topped it off, and I'm like, you know what? F this. I, I'm I'm done. I can't live this life no more. Right. But. You know, when I did go home and I'm like, what am I going to do? It's still not hitting me in my head that I can still homeschool her. I think I told you this before. I felt like stupid. I don't know if that's like the right word to use. Not yeah, any no, parent... I know exactly what you mean, though. Yeah, I didn't think I was smart enough to teach my right. daughter. I don't know. Almost I just... like you didn't think you had the proper schooling, training, yeah, or I just understanding. Didn't... Right. Yes, I didn't. I don't know. I just never thought that I could homeschool her. I didn't think I was smart enough. I don't know. I just, it right. didn't even come across like, and then uh, when me and you started talking and the more I followed you and the more you, you just explained this so easy. And you're like, Jeanette, you don't have to do it for, for six hours and this, that, and the third. Jeanette, all you have to do is sit down with her for like 45 minutes. Do not rush. Don't move on until she learns something, you know, right. and once right. you started, you know, cause I'm the type of person, you got to break things down for me. 
once it was you broke it down, I'm like, okay, this is not bad. And then with time, it's been like what a year and a half since I feel like I could teach a whole school. <laughs> well, that's what happened. So in the beginning, you think, oh, you got to do all this homeschooling. It's going to be like a whole school day. That's what you're not. It's absolutely it's not. not. It's, it's, it's really it's, a matter of how you choose to do it. Yes. And Jiang, and then the thing, even though, okay, she's my daughter, I learned her so much more beyond school. Right. Like, mm-hmm. I have learned her so much. And I just be laughing because I'm like, I didn't even know you knew how to do this. So much things because we're always together that I have learned her more than what I even thought. So it's beyond school with, with her now, with me and her. It's like, a, it's like I know her it's in like every you, single level. It's like you got level. the time to really get to know her. She's really, really my best friend. Like, I have more patience with her than ever. Yep. When she was in school, you know, you do your little routine and all this. But that right. that's a big gap. Those six hours that they're in school, that's yep. a big gap. And the fact that a teacher can, you know, they, these kids having all these type of different type of teachers, how are they going to get to know your child? That's a lot of hours in a classroom. Yeah. So all And then how do you feel good me. about that? Yes, right. I, yes. And I'm so just now, happy. did she have therapy in school? Did she have so, any yes. therapy? So she had therapy. She had um like speech. They was trying to okay. do speech with her, but it is is the way it works. It was so weird because it was like once a week. Right. <laughs> so she had like therapy once a week, and then she had I can't even remember what's the other thing she had, but everything was like once a week. So she she had two different things in a week for like forty five minutes. That was it. In school. And now outside of that, you haven't used any therapy since no. homeschooling. No, Same. I haven't. Not, we have not. We don't. Now, what's do... your reasoning for that? ABA, speech therapy, occupational therapy, any therapies that she could do no, I, I, outside? So she used to get those services when she was younger. You know, when the kids are younger and they get right. diagnosed with autism, they push all these mm-hmm. things onto you. So before right. I even had Instagram, before anything, you know, um, when Gianca got diagnosed with autism and they studied um, all these services, I'm like, okay, my daughter needs all this. You think is, you know, when right. you're new to the game, to yep. this journey, you really think that that's going to better them. Like you really exactly. think so. So, right. so all these services were thrown at me and I took it because I'm okay. I want my, I just want my daughter to be normal. If that's the word. Like, right. you know, that's what you're thinking in your head. Cause you well, don't know any exactly better. how you, exactly. That's, that's in how the you beginning. feel. In the beginning you think it's okay. How do we fix this? Yes, that, I'm yeah. like, okay, she's going to be better. I need to, I need to get her all these things. And that takes up your life. People don't understand. Like, Gianca's not my only child. You know, I have right. more kids be, besides Gianca. So when I started getting ABA for her, they would come to my house. They gave her like 40 hours or something like So that was like right after school, they would come and they would sit with her. But what I started noticing is that they always needed my help. Yes. <laughs> they always yes. needed my help. So I'm like, if I have to help you, there is no point of you being here. You're taking up my time. I just started getting frustrated. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, these are like young people. There were younger people or people that doesn't even live this life. You basically just go to school and you're going by what they tell you. So you're coming to my house, basically wasting my time. I'm sitting with you constantly because you don't even, you're supposed to be teaching me how to make sure she don't do certain things. And I'm telling you the opposite. And, And then after a while, like, it, it was in my house, seriously, two weeks. After two weeks, I'm like, I don't, I don't, these people are useless. It's kind of like hiring a neighborhood teenage high school girl to come and watch your kid. And then that's, that's kind of what it reminds me of. Because what I noticed with Gracie was the same thing. When she was in ABA, it was a short period of time. And what happened was 
I, I come to find out that it's a lot of young, fresh out of high school or yes. young adults and in I college. And I know they mean well. I'm pretty sure yeah, they mean well. They I'm, not, I'm pretty sure they mean well and they do want to help. They have no training. They have no real education no. in this. Yes, like I think that ABA really should be for, you know, if they're going to do it to do it the right way, let mothers that already live this life, you know, get higher or, or pay them something to come help. If, you know, if you're going to do it like that, at least, you or know, bring somebody have to the, the table. requirements that... to be more education background. So what's happening yes. is they're going online, they're taking a 40 hour course, they're getting a little certificate paper and they're like, all right, you're going to go work with this kid for, you know, seven hours today. Wow. And seven hours on Wednesday. And now you got this person, this young adult, who doesn't really know anything about autism, which yes, is what I've come to see. They don't know anything. And I feel and, and you they're know, sitting with your yes. kids. Yes, and yeah. it's frustrating. You don't want to be mean. So instead no. of me getting an attitude constantly, I just started, um, you know, every time they would call, like, oh, well, but I'm like, I'm not home. I was just lying. I, started, right. I, I didn't even know how to be straightforward. <laughs> you know. I'm like, oh, we're not going to be there today or we're not going to do this. So every time I would tell them that I was at home, they were like, well, you, if you keep declining the services, we're going to have to let you go. And I was like, oh, I think that's what we're just going to have to do. Like they ended yeah. up saying it to me and I was very happy because yeah. and not only that, you start feeling a sense of guilt that I do the right thing. That, mm-hmm. you know, my daughter needs this. And, you know, so I started feeling like guilty, but it was a lot of stress on me. Because, you know, I have my other kids. Then I have Gianca. Then these people are coming to my house. And not for nothing. You have to clean and make your house look presentable. It was yeah. a lot. It was just It's a, a lot. lot of stress. And, and the problem with it is also is that you're thinking fresh off the bat, you know, straight from diagnosis, that you have to do all these things. There's yes. never the other option given. Yes, you know, you no, don't have to all. do therapy. You don't have to put them in school. You can homeschool and do therapy free if you're, you know, dedicated as a parent you can do it too yeah like yeah and that's the that's the thing so my sense of guilt left when I finally you know opened the uh, beauty to you know my Instagram right. page to be you know to dedicate it to autism which is say it say your Instagram oh beautytism which means beauty and autism <laughs> yes once you got that and you started yes. to see I started mm-hmm, to see it. then I, I started to see that not everybody gets ABA and then you know, following you, I'm like, oh shoot, I'm not the only mother that feels that way. You know, I thought right. I was like, I was, I thought I was like wrong. I started feeling guilty because my daughter wasn't getting services. But then, when I, you know, opened up my Instagram page, that's how I learned more about autism. You would think that because I was already living the life that I knew about autism like that. No, as I follow people and you know, you learn so much, and it made me know that I wasn't wrong. I'm like, oh shoot, I'm not the only person that thinks this way. Right. You know, and then and then you start learning from other people. And that's what has helped me so much already, you know. So do you feel like you've learned more about this journey on social media with other parents like yourself? Of course. Versus going to the doctor's office oh, or the school oh and the God, teachers? Yes, yeah, yes of I course. Oh, way. absolutely. Oh, my God. Like, nobody can tell me nothing. <laughs> Give me some of your like how is Gigi doing since you started homeschooling and what what differences do you see in her since you started homeschooling and pulling her out once I started homeschooling Gianca she has been a completely different person because I'm a completely different person being that I actually understand her like it's like we understand each other you know she used to have a lot of meltdowns before when she used to go to school and I could understand why she had a lot of meltdown now because I wasn't understanding her before. I never really took the time to understand her, you know? And if she just didn't know how to do something, I would just leave it alone. 
you know, she is getting, she's, you know, she's older now, so she's expressing herself more. And I don't know, is it because she's really around me every single day and we're just talking, talking, talking up a storm? Like, you know, I'm always right. on the phone. I, I'm always talking with the kids. I'm talking to my mom and she's just always with me. So I don't know if she's catching on to, she's even, I feel like she doesn't even have, she's more mature with certain she's behaviors. Growing, that she yeah. Has. yeah, she's growing. Yep. She's able to express herself more. She doesn't, and she doesn't cry. She cries. She does her crying. I, I remember telling you, oh, no, Gianca yes. cried. You know, I just don't <laughs> put it up on social media because that's right. another thing. You know, sometimes we get led by like, oh, I wish my kid was like that. But little do they know that it's, for example, I only put things that I want to put up of her. Absolutely. They don't know. People don't know what happens behind the scene because I always Same. have a rule. I would never, I would never put my daughter up crying. No. I would never put my daughter having a meltdown. Okay. Like, I don't, you know, those are her privacy. So, you know, I know it, get, it gets very confusing when people see Gigi. But that's because I choose not to put her having a meltdown and crying because she does her crying here and there still a lot when she feels right. like it. So you, you know put her I mean? winds up. You you like to put her winds up. You don't want to put her struggles up there for every, you know, to put her yeah, on display because like I don't want to, you know, when yeah. I'm going through my moments, I don't want you, I don't want to put it up. Exactly. Yeah, I don't, I don't even like people see me ugly <laughs> or like right, exactly. you know, a mess. Why would I? <laughs> Imagine me all crying and you, you're recording me. Like, that's terrible. Like, and then you're going to put it on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, there's a certain line, her. I feel like, us as parents, you know, you have in to. the autism community, you, have, you can't cross this certain line. And it's, it's a disrespect to your and child, really. All the time, though. And it's just disgusting yeah. because my six-year-old daughter, Gianni, that does not have autism, when she's upset, she's like, did you put me up there saying that? <laughs> did you put yeah. me up for being upset? She gets she doesn't want me to put her up crying. Yeah. Or when she's being like snotty, I'm gonna put I'm like, I'm gonna put you. She don't even want. She's like, don't do that. Right. And she's so six. why would we do it to the other ones? Yeah, right, exactly. No. But I do talk about it. I'll tell people, like, okay, I probably had a bad right. day. Bianca did this, but you're not gonna see it. Not through not through my phone, you ain't. No. And and you'll and I noticed that you'll bring up certain hard times and things and you'll talk about it on your stories. Yeah, but you're but not like not. video recording her and putting her on display. Yeah, no, everybody. I would never. Right. Okay. So and do you plan on continuing to homeschool her? Yes, I am. For- Until she herself tells me, Mom, I want to go to school. <laughs> if right. she's able to say that to me, like, you know, like I'm gonna be shocked that she will even, you know, like because Gianca right. shocked me every day. If she ever says to me, mom, I want to go to school, it's like, you know, let's say she's a teenager and she feels like she's able to actually express that to me, then I would, I would do that. But if she never right. says that to me, she, she's not going to, she would never go step a foot in school. Never, ever. I don't, and don't get me wrong because, you know, I want people to understand I'm human too. When I walk with her to Gianni's school, cause Gianca is supposed to be in the fifth grade right now. And every time right. I see the fifth graders come out, you know, I, I, I do think, like, I wonder how her life would be if she was actually in school. You know, like, how her life would have turned out. You know, we, we you know, people still yeah, more As strong it. as people look. Yeah, like, I might look strong. You might look strong, but this, we didn't choose this life. You know it what I mean? It stings a little bit. It yes. stings. Yes, yeah. of course. Like, when I see Johnny with her friends playing and, yeah. and she's doing her own thing and, and Gianca is over here playing with sticks. And, right. and, you know, those things kind of be like, oh, gosh. But you just swallow and you keep it moving. Exactly. Well, then you look at it and you're like, all right, well, that's just not her. Same yeah. And Gracie. yeah, I have to, you got to brush it off quickly because it'll consume yes. you. It'll consume you really quick. If, if you, you stay don't, hung if you, up on it. If you entertain yeah. it, you cannot entertain the feeling because then another day's useless. It's not going to change. You got to keep it moving. Like no right. sorrow. No, like don't pity yourself about it. Exactly. Now, mm-hmm. where are you mentally now? So early on Me, in the oh. school years, 
where were you then and where are you now today? Today, compared to how I used to be, it's two completely different, Jeanette, mentally, emotionally, even physically. Yeah, like, you know, when I started this journey and my daughter used to go to school, I'm telling you, I used to, all I did was cry. I was full of anxiety. I was always stressed. The minute my daughter, yeah. even if, let's say even the school, even let's say she was in a good school, I was always stressed no matter what, when she was out of my sight. I think that's just normal. It was always something with Gianca and the school actually called me all the time. So I'm like, let me just wait. They're going to call me for something. Right. Compared to now, like I have no anxiety, no nothing. My daughter's fine. She's the happiest. She doesn't have all the, um, you know, all those meltdowns and crying that she used to have. Cause we're just always together. We have our own routine, her and I, like we just do. Now, our do own you routine. feel like her homeschooling and not being in a school setting that may not be working for her? is the reason behind the the decrease in frustrations and meltdowns. Of course. Yeah. Of course. No, she's complete. Gianca's a free spirit. I call her like the hippie of the family. We do what we yeah. got to do. She, she's like a hippie to me. She's just whatever. But she has the whatever attitude. She's happy at home. We do our, with her, you have to do things every day, like a routine though. We right. do the same thing all the time. And once we're done, she does whatever she wants. She's happy. She eats. You know, no, she doesn't have like that that structure of school. Right. And this thing, and this, oh, and don't get me wrong. This time that we don't do school, period. This right. time that yeah, we, have we don't days. do school, we have a day we don't do school at all. And yep. she, it's plus she's happy, and I'm happy. That's and, it. And and she and I'm gonna make sure as she's getting older that she knows the basics. Like me and you was talking about once. She don't need the science or this and that. She needs the basic and the life skills right. because the day I right. leave. And the day I die, she needs to know how to take care of herself. And that is, and that is so, and you know, not until, you know, through the, through the years that we've been talking and, and following each other is that I realized how important that is because in the end of the mm -hmm. day, that's all that's left. Like you got to take care of yourself. Right. And, you know, being me working in the medical field, you know, all our clients and patients that we ever had, you just want them to be self-sufficient for themselves. Two plus two is not helping them at this moment. They, right. you know, they're here. Exactly. Yeah, they need to know how to get dressed and stuff like that. And that's one of the biggest frustrations that a lot of people in the medical field have with, you know, people are not able to do for themselves and you want them to. Right. So mm -hmm. here you are in your profession, you're helping adults who struggle with, you know, just basic self-care needs, yeah, right? And it's hard. It's very hard. And, you know, people have to understand life is not getting any better. And you putting your kids in facility, they work very short. These people work short shorter staff so the more the shorter staff the worse is going to be for your family member or your kid and don't get me wrong there are kids in this spectrum that have behavior issues so bad i understand like you know i understand right. everybody's situation I, it is hard and there's kids that do need the medical situation but right. if you're a physical um parent that is well try to do the best you can to you know help Teach. your child if you're yes. able to you know, mm -hmm. in every type of shape or form of way, you know, and, and right. start young, very, very, don't start late when they're already set in their ways. You know, you exactly. got to really start young. That's why I stress that message so much on my pages. Ed the academics, yeah, that's great and everything, but life skills, that's self-care. That's what you want to focus on a bit more, especially with kids like yeah. ours, because it doesn't come that easy for them. Like, there's a lot of parents that are not able to homeschool, but you can still right. teach a kid, like, life skills. 
if you cannot do the homeschool, at least teach them life skill that they're able to take care of themselves. Absolutely. You know, because I understand that everybody has family. Not everybody can stay home. You know, you you always say this too. Not everybody can stay home. Right. But try to do the best you can in other areas that's going to help them, even to improve while they're in school. Exactly. So while you're teaching at home, that can transfer over while they're in school. They could use that skill that you're teaching them at home with toileting or, you know, putting yeah. on their shoes or anything like that. Don't be afraid to be on social media and ask questions because that's what, right. you know, a lot of people like to be against each other. But at the end of the day, you know, we all live the same life. We're all in this mm-hmm. together. So, like, I love learning, like, from other people. I'm like, oh, this is useful. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, right. I take what I don't agree with. I leave it alone. And what I like, I'll comment. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So let's end it with any advice that you would like to give parents of newly diagnosed children especially the ones that are starting to come on social media and basically browse around all of our pages and many other parents' pages. Like, what advice do you have for them? My biggest advice, after you, when you hear the word autism, you go home and you cry, because that's normal. Yep. <laughs> go home and cry about it, because that's just normal to cry. But after you've done crying, do not dwell on it. And get to know your child quickly, as quickly as possible. Then after that, don't feel guilty about all these services that they throw at you. If you cannot do it, you cannot do it. And right. and that's that. Nothing bad is going to happen to your child. Your child is not going to, you know, just love. In the beginning, because in the beginning, we like to put a lot of stress. And all you really need to do is figure out your child and both of you love each other in the beginning. Right. So if this is the biggest advice I can give any newly parents is, Learn your child, learn them quickly, just learn them so your yes. life can be easier. That's and this is, a, and you have to be very, very patient, very, yes. <laughs> very patient. Patience. Yeah. As patience. we know, we learn so much. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now, any advice to moms that are on social media? Because these are questions I get on a regular basis, and I'm sure you do too that are doing therapies and lots of hours at ABA and they're being told to put their kid in a school setting and they maybe feel like they want to homeschool, but they're feeling the pressure from social media and, and doctors and everybody that they need to be in these settings. They have to do, you know, school settings and ABA therapy or their child is basically doomed. What advice do you have for those parents? First of all, you have like this journey, you have to grow a backbone you have to grow a backbone and if it doesn't work for you doesn't work for you you shouldn't be feeling pressure at all from anyone at this point of life like it's 2022 you shouldn't feel pressure from anyone if you cannot do something you just cannot do it do not feel pressured by others now if you want to take one services at a time to see if it works out go ahead but the minute that you feel in your heart that it's not working out speak about it and be loud about it be like this is not working out for me and that's that right. you know this you know like we tried it and we knew it didn't work out so if you want to try all these services go ahead because it's only right because you learn by experience right. so if exactly. you want the guilt off you go ahead and do it but if it don't work out for you it doesn't work out for you and you just find other things that work that fits you and your lifestyle find things that fit right. you and your lifestyle that's not going to make you feel frustrated because if you start feeling frustrated you're just going to hate this whole entire journey Right. It's just yeah. And if your kid is frustrated and having lots of meltdowns, that's something you need to look at too and say, all right, maybe this approach 
all this ABA and, and school settings and therapies and everything at such a young age, maybe it's, it's so not much. good. Oh my God. Right. Yes. It's, it's kind of like so much on their shoulders, you know? Just, so yeah, sometimes just, it's yeah. not beneficial. Sometimes it actually does more harm than good. Yes. So that's yeah. the thing too. All these services and all these things, just go to the park. <laughs> I'm telling you. Just go to the park. Take a nature walk. Go down yeah. the side. Go on the swings. Play Let with your kids. You'd be yeah, surprised. Anything, that's therapy right see, there. Yeah. Let him see yeah. other kids, how they act. Because some kids copy other kids, you know? Some 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 kids on the spectrum have that ability that just by seeing another kid, they start imitating right. them. So that that's good exactly. therapy right there. Not not everything that that the world tries to throw at you, like doctors and services, is really good for you. You know, sometimes exactly. just regular, yeah, regular things, a regular life, it makes your child better. And I think that's what has worked for me. That me and Gianca right. live a regular, regular life. She doesn't exactly. get treated like she has autism at all. She yep. she gets talked to just like every child. Same in, in my house. house. Yeah. <laughs> if, if one is shutting Same. the hell up, you're shutting the hell up too. And we we all speak like there's nothing going on in the house. Right. I always I think I've told you this before. I don't even notice Gianca has autism until we go out. I'm like, oh, shoot, yeah, I forgot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, you know why? Because you get so used to, I have three, you have five, and it's kind of like you get so used to including them just like the rest, yeah. and you don't want to make such a difference because that's, that's what makes not them better, actually. So, yeah, I, I think, think so, too. Makes, that's what makes them better. When you treat them like they don't have nothing. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're always on some, oh, my God, and it's like, no, just let the child be. They'll notice yeah. the difference, that's for sure. They yeah, don't don't favor them either. So different. Yeah, don't exactly. favor them either. Like that in front of other kids. Like if you have other other kids, because that's gonna make the other kid feel bad. And might right. even may, you know might not even want to bond with their sibling because you're always so scared that something might happen to the one that does have autism. Right. 100%. Yeah. Hundred percent. And that's the thing. Like same thing I do with Gracie. Like I I treat her just like I treat my boys. Obviously, there's some slight differences. Yeah, of because course. of her understanding and stuff. But like yeah. she has chores. They have chores. Like. You got to clean up your mess too. You know, I don't, I don't say, oh, well, she can't do this because she's autistic or she can't oh, have yeah, chores. She, yeah. Yeah, no, you like, can Gianca do it too. Like Gianca has to make her bed. Gianca makes her bed. She does it terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but she did it. But that's, I, that's okay. She knows, yeah. She's making terrible. that Terrible. The way she does it with an <laughs> attitude, she just throws the blanket and puts the pillow and, and, and like something else. And she's like, all done. And she walks out. I'm like, okay, well, you did it. As long as exactly. she understands that she got to do what we tell her to do. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Same thing. And that Gracie's recently i'd say the past year gracie now she does like a very big foot stomp when i tell her to clean up her toys and put yeah. everything away yeah she stomps her foot at me and she makes like a loud sound and that's her way of saying like that's i so don't want to do it yeah and i'm like and it's awesome that go. they're frustrated they're letting us know i'm frustrated i'm upset yeah. at you that's how the kids are supposed to be well that's the thing and my response to her when she does that is just like i would do the boys so she's she's seeing that i'm not <laughs> You know, saying, oh, it's okay. You don't have to clean up your mess. It's like, no, nope, let's go, little lady. Like, get it yeah. up. Clean it no. up. Same like I would do with the boys. I don't want to hear it cleaning up your mess. So she's seeing that she's treated just like everyone else. Yeah. And I don't want her to feel like, you know, she's not capable of doing what like they're she's doing. Like, human. Yeah. No, I, right. I, yeah, because now, I if you don't so treat important. her that way, yeah, you know, that can, like, you know, she's going to be in the real world one day and people are very mm -hmm. rude. So if we're oh, already yeah. acting normal, she's already used to it. Like, yeah, whatever. You know, she's going to have, like, that whatever. And it's like, yeah, yeah, this one sounds like my mom. You, she's recognizing, like, okay, this person is upset. This is how my right. mom gets. So it's good to treat them like that. Like, just normal. Just completely normal. 
Yes. Yeah. And, and letting them know like what's acceptable, what's not acceptable. Obviously, you know, there's a little struggle for them with certain things, but as long as you're teaching them, that's cool. Real life stuff. Yep. That's it. So um, I guess we'll end our first podcast. So anyway, this is my good friend, Jeanette. I met yes. on Instagram. Thank you so much for are... having me on. Yes. Thinking of me. You know that you already know that I love you. I don't know how to tell you. Yeah, we love you too. <laughs> That's it. That's I knew. I already knew. I said she's my first one. A hundred percent. There was no way around that. <laughs> but um, we'll definitely have you on again. Thank and you. That's it. So I will talk to you soon on the other side. All right. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye.